Making It Plain, a podcast dedicated to discussing real issues that impact Black communities, Black families, and Black women. Your host, Dr. Key, is dedicated to discussing Black issues in a way everyone can relate. Welcome to Making It Plain podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Key. In season two of Making It Plain, we have with us image consultant and fashionista, Denitra Townsend. She is with us today to discuss this season's fashion trends and the benefits of having a consultant. Thank you, Denitra, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be a part of your show today. I am so happy to have you. I I love style. I love fashion. I love decorating. I just love a lot of different things. And so anything that's a, a little bit a part of who I am, I like to really share it with my listeners. And so Black people, for the most part, have been into style for so long. Even during slavery, when we didn't have much, you can go back and look at how Black people took those um, rags, you would say, or, you know, stuff that people threw out and they made their own fashion designs. And we're descendants from Africa. And when you go to Africa, oh my gosh, I went to Ghana right before the pandemic. Ooh. And we went to a, we drove through some smaller neighborhoods, some smaller communities. You would say that those communities was impoverished communities, but it was a Sunday. And they were so dressed up. I mean, dressed to the nines, head wraps matching, outfits matching. And they were impoverished, but but they made all these things themselves. And I was just awed at just how good they looked, how the colors were so vibrant, how the patterns were so vibrant. And you know, I have to say, like, we are some creative people. Absolutely. Amazingly creative people. Um, And so I wanted to have you here, just excited to talk with you about Black fashion. Yes. Because I know that people take fashion ideas from us. Like, we are really the leaders when it comes to fashion. So what are some of the trends Black people are inventing in fashion today? I, I think that question is so valuable and so important, and I'm super excited to to answer that. I've been on so many podcasts, and they're like, what's trend? What's this? What's this? And so um, talking about trends, you can't leave out Black culture. And um, we really are the first pioneers to like high style, how high fashion, like you spoke about in Africa, we had to be creative. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say had to be, we just are, we just are creative. And so some of the trends that black folk have pioneered, let's talk about nails. (laughs) We actually um, started the nail extension trend. So when you talk about, um, you remember Flojo, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we were like, oh my God, her nails are so long, blah, 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 but we were one of the first, we, I can take it back to the Egyptian culture. Mm-hmm. We are the pioneers of nail extensions. And so now um, moving forward, bizarre, vogue, that's all you see are nail extensions, nail designs. Um, so we're we're the pioneer of that. We're also the pioneer of hoop earrings. I love a good hoop. I see you got your LVs on. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, hoops. 
let's talk about hoops. So you talk about Josephine Baker, yeah. a trendsetter. Um, yeah. and, and again, going back to our Egyptian history, hoops were like the main earring in Egyptian history. And then you move, take it up to the 80s and 90s, the hip hop culture. We are pioneers of hip hop culture. So you can't, when you talk about black trends, you cannot leave us out because we actually, you know, started, like you said, most of these trends. Let's talk about the sneaker culture now. Mm-hmm. I'm not a sneaker head, but there is a fair amount of us who are. And even when you, um, and, and I'll talk about this trend a little bit later, but when you talk about the athleisure trend, people are wearing sneakers with their suits now. Mm-hmm. We started that. <laughs> we started that. And then lashes. Let's talk about like the Harlem Renaissance and how our ladies and our Black women dressed up. We are the pioneer of false lashes. So you see all of these different types of styles of lashes now. We pioneered them back in the day. So those are just some of the trends that we actually started that have been um, assimilated. Mm-hmm. And uh, appropriated a lot of times, mm-hmm. and um, you'll you'll see them in every fashion magazine, but we often don't get the credit for it. So, those are some yeah. of the trends. And I think about these trends being lasting trends because hoop never hoops are never going out of style ever 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 <laughs> like um, they're just not. And so we have started some trends that have lasted generations and will not go out of style. But I think it's some. Um, it's unfortunate that we don't get the credit for those trends. We yeah, don't. and that's why I think it's important to talk about this um, on shows like this. Like, it's our really, it's our responsibility to give ourselves credit. Like, they are not going to give us credit. So it's our responsibility to continue the history teaching and um, to teach how we really, like, are innovators in, in the fashion and style and beauty industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, you are an image consultant. I won't say that my listeners know exactly what that is. Um, so I wanted you to just have a moment to kind of explain what, what is it that you do and how do you help people um, with their fashion? Sure. So I um, oftentimes have to distinguish what um what fashion and style means and a lot of times people um confuse style and fashion and so an image consultant generally focuses on style that encompasses um personality that encompasses environment that encompasses what a person does for a living um that encompasses culture um, but it's a huge part of our personality. And so um, helping, <clears throat> excuse me, individuals and women discover who they are is actually what I do. And then style is the uh, aftermath of that. So when a person comes to me or a person sees me on social media and she's like, oh my God, I love this outfit or this and that and a third, um, really what she's saying is, oh my God, I like your style. I think that that is um, complimentary to me 
And so let's talk about how we can get there. And so what I do is um, there's a style personality quiz that all of my new clients um, take. And we discover actually what a person's style is, whether it's classic, whether it's um, city chic, whether it's romantic. We actually go over a style personality quiz to find out what the style is. So image consulting, it's much more than fashion. It's about personality. I like to say that I deal with women from head to toe. I have a cosmetology license also. And before all of that happened, I did social work for 13 years. So <laughs> I have the whole kind of client-centered um, approach. And so that's what Image Consulting is. I started my company back in 2007. And actually, I started doing doing public speaking first about fashion and about style and beauty. And it kind of um, evolved into image consulting and helping individual clients. Mm-hmm. I like that you said it. So my first even idea of what an image consultant was, was through my mother. My mom um, became a professor <clears throat> when I was much younger And before she went into higher ed, she went to Macy's and got this image consultant to help her pick out styles to wear to work because she was going into a different work environment. And that was just so interesting to me. And so the lady would pick out different things and mom would say, you know, I didn't like that or I didn't like this. I did like this piece or whatever. So the lady kind of helps her exactly what you said, find out what her style was. But one thing that I noticed is coming from uh, one area of where you live, that 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 style uh, may may be different. So coming from a different career, switching to a different career, your style may shift some. Coming from a different area of where you live at, your style may shift some. And I remember uh, coming from Detroit, coming to Virginia into higher ed and, you know, dressing because. Detroit, we dress, period. Yes. We dress for everything. We dress. You say it's a meeting. We going to come meeting ready, right? Yes. Um, But I would get there and it was like, oh, you're so nice. Like, you're so, like, dressed up. And I'm like, well, dang, am I am I too dressed up? I'm, like, questioning my style because uh, they don't dress up like, like we do. And so you start to question what is appropriate for that environment. And so you have to come to a crossroads with uh, what would be appropriate and where you are <laughs> as far Absolutely. as with for your style. So, and now I understand why my mother got the image consultant, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, and Absolutely. I, did, I had no clue what an image consultant was back then. I had no idea what that was. So it's so interesting that that you said all these things and, and working with the person, their, their whole body, their whole mind, everything, just to really kind of um, complement who they are as an individual. So what are some of the current um, fashion trends we should look for in 2021? Because well, I, I, feel like, I feel like fashion took a hit because we're in a pandemic. So I'm like, are people going places? Are they doing things? People are definitely going places and doing things. Now, whether they're supposed to be (laughs) is a different story. But I'll give you my favorite, my top 2021 uh, spring, summer trends. At the top of the list is um, Aflux. I like to coin it 
coined it afflux because a lot of people think that um, um, athletic wear can't be appropriate or can't be um, fashion and style. So mm-hmm. afflux. So because we've been home, a lot of us have been in our leggings or joggers or, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> something that's really, really comfortable because we're doing a lot of sitting or we're just around the house a lot. And so Athlux uh, this season is introducing um, your athletic wear with more luxury wear. So for instance, um, some Adidas leggings with a blazer and maybe a silk top, you know, so you can bind your Lux with your athletic and that kind of, that does give you the Athlux look. So Hmm. I'm really, really, really digging that. The next thing is pastels. You think about Easter, (laughs) Easter colors. These are those colors. And they're here to stay at least for spring and summer. I am um, really, really a neutral girl. And so like the tans, the creams, the whites, I'm really excited to sport those and maybe add a pop of color um, as far as lipstick or whatever. But pastels and neutrals are really, really in. And then something that I thought that I would never uh, comply with, white booties. I generally am not a component of white shoes, but I tell you some of the sharpest boots are now in in stores. It's um, really, really hot. You can wear white booties and thigh-high boots um, well into spring and summer, depending on, you know, the function, depending on the event. And so I just um, actually purchased a pair of really, really hot Jessica Simpson white booties for a client. And um, she was kind of like me, like, I don't know about these white boots. And um, they were really, really hot for her shoe. And so that's that's a trend that um, actually last year was a trend. So I don't see it going away anytime soon. But that's going to be hot for spring and summer. Another thing is power blazers. Um, I'm seeing a lot on the um, for fashion week on the runway, power blazers, something like that. You can't see it. But I have on a power blazer. And what makes it a power blazer is these shoulder pads. Remember in the 80s? (laughs) And I still hate them. I haven't gotten back into the train yet. I know they're bringing them back, but I'm like, I don't know yet. (laughs) Yeah. So another, so a trick with, um, with a more curvy woman, because I got hips. And so I find that shoulder pads help balance my show because I'm smaller up top. So it helps balance my shoulders with my hips and gives me a more um, flattering look, if you will, or balanced look, if you will. So so shoulder pads are another trend that's in. You'll find them in sweatshirts, um, blazers, blouses. They're just they're just here. <laughs> they're just here. It's interesting that they're coming back. Yeah. It's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I do know the power suits are coming back. I've been trying for the longest to find a pastel colored uh, double-breasted suit set because I'm just I'm just like in awe, like, oh, pink, oh, purple. Like, it's just so... But they're selling out like crazy. So I know that yeah. they're back. They are really yeah. back. 
Um, what do you think about wide legs? Because they trying to bring the bell bottoms back. I'm so happy that you mentioned that because for years we were like skinny jeans this, skinny jeans that. So a more relaxed fit in jeans now is what's happening. They call them mom jeans. So we're done with boyfriend jeans and we're back to mom jeans. And so it's a higher, higher waist and a more relaxed fit. And along with that, like you said, are the wide leg pants. And I think you can have some fun. um, You know, there are degrees to wide leg pants. And so, (laughs) you know, you can go as wide or as thin as you want them, but a more relaxed fit in jeans is, is what's happening now. This episode is sponsored by Belinda B, the original boss bag designed for women on the go. Visit bbbossbags.com. You have to tell me more about um, how can an image consultant assist a client with no real fashion sense at all? Meaning they just, they have never gotten into fashion. You can't really go in their closet and put no nothing together because it's probably all the same. And they just don't have an idea of what they like. So that's interesting that you say that. Um, I think more so than fashion sense, I think we're born with style. Mm -hmm. Um, Believe it or not, we are absolutely born with style. So if we kind of change our our thinking in terms of fashion and style, I think we would give ourselves more credit. And so even with a client who has some of the same things, an image consultant with a different set of eyes, a different perspective will go in. And I have a, a service that I call a wardrobe remix session. And so I take what's in my client's closet and I create up to 10 new outfits with what they have in their closet based on, you know, my style or my perspective or perception of what that person's style is after they've done their style personality quiz. And so it's just... um, An image consultant can help you with your perspective and a new set of eyes. I mean, it's the same thing as bringing a, a, a per, your, one of your girlfriends in like, and asking advice, you know, but we are obviously on an on a elevated level in terms of our knowledge base and what's, you know, what works. So I would say a different perspective um, and also help you identify what your what your style is and work with what you what with what you have. And that's another important aspect of image consulting. We aren't in the business of making you spend money if you don't have to. We try to work with what you have. And so being resourceful and creative, some of the things that you talked about earlier is what we help introduce um, to clients who feel like they don't have a good um, fashion sense. That's great information because I think that sometimes when we think of stylish, we think of, oh, because we see the stars, right? And we see them like, oh, this person, gave this person my credit card and and their job is just to buy for me all, you know, all the time. This is what they do. And so we think that we have to spend money to have an image consultant. But sometimes it's just trying to figure out how to put together what we have. Absolutely. Um, that's so helpful to even know that an image consultant actually does that. They put together the things that we have, maybe things that are older that we haven't worn in a while, bringing it back to life, right? Absolutely. Um, so tell me, 
do you work <coughs> with clients virtually? Because we're in a pandemic and everything is on Zoom now. We want to know. <laughs> I absolutely do. And that was one of the things that I was forced to do um, is to go virtual. Um, and so most of my clients now are virtual. But this is this is great because it opens it opens up another world of, of opportunity. Whereas before, generally my clients were local. Um, now I can service anyone in the world, <laughs> you know? So I had to embrace um, this virtual world and um, open, open myself up a little bit, but mostly all of my clients now are virtual. That's so yes, I absolutely do virtual sessions. So tell me a little bit uh, about like what's the benefits, you know, of, of actually having an image consultant? What, you know, why would people see this as a, a port, important step to go into? Sure. Aside from from discovering who you are in your style personality, a couple of benefits are increased self-esteem. You know, just as well as I do, that once a person kind of figures out who they are and rests in who they are, their confidence level is taken from here to here. So number one, self-esteem. I'm a huge self-esteem advocate. (laughs) And so um, hiring an image consultant can help you in the area of self-esteem. Another area is empowerment. I actually, I call my, my I'm in the business of empowering people. So I help people to see what they may not see in themselves. And I uh, magnify that. Um, so another part of um, my work is bringing out the best in my clients. And so when you feel good, you generally look good. And when you look good, you feel good. So bringing out that component. So you are empowered when you hire an image consulting. And another thing um, I talk a lot about in my business is color psychology. We can often create um, our... uh, We can create the circumstances in our environment by color. Color plays a huge part in our psychology. So let's say you may not be feeling it today, but you got a meeting. I would advise you to throw on maybe a red blazer to demand um, respect and to demonstrate power. So another aspect of image consulting is color psychology, which you may not get in a stylist or fashion stylist. And so image consulting really devs into, like I said earlier, working with the whole person. That's so interesting. I have told people, um, they, they, they say, you know, oh, you look so nice. You look so nice. And I say, on the days that I feel my work, <laughs> typically I'm going to come in here and be stunned because Absolutely. I'm trying to psych myself into feeling how I look. Um, and so I totally agree with you with the the color psychology or even the psychology of just looking your best. Absolutely. And, you know, and psyching yourself out. So if people are trying to hire a image consultant, what type of things should they be considering when hiring a person? Because you just told us that image consultant is separate from a, a fashion stylist and people are too mixed up. 
absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would say the biggest thing is to make sure the image consultant aligns with your convictions. And so that's very, very important. You never want someone who, let's say you want to wear a mini skirt and they're flat out against showing leg. So you want to do a little bit of research. You want to follow them. You want to see if they walk the walk and talk the talk, you know, practice what they preach. That's the number one thing. The number two thing is to find out because each person, each um, image consultant, generally has a specialty. And so you want to make sure that whatever you're seeking help in, that that person kind of specializes in that. Because you can have an image consultant and she or he can only specialize in color psychology. Or you can have an image consultant who only works with high-level executives. So kind of research um, their clientele as well as their personal convictions. And um, personal convictions can make or break a relationship. And so... Make sure also, and I always tell people, uh, a consultation is absolutely mandatory. And that's how you kind of figure out whether you'll work well together. And just because you don't doesn't mean that the expert isn't a good expert. It just means that that image consultant isn't the best for you and what you're seeking. So that's great. Great advice. Um, So we have to do our research. Absolutely. Find out compatibility. So many people now, we know, we already talked about, are doing things behind a computer. And I know even for me, I'm like, how can I dress up this, this, uh, this meeting, this interview, right? So what tips would you give someone for dressing up their style on a Zoom meeting or a webinar? Okay. The number one thing is for us all to remember now um, is a virtual fingerprint is forever. It never goes away. Whereas... Two years ago, you could walk into a room where maybe cell phones weren't allowed, so no recording or anything like that. You, you kind of had a better chance at, um, at not uh, being out there on the WWW. What they say, whose web, who's website? Um, World Wide Web. Yes, <laughs> yes. So remembering now that you have a permanent virtual fingerprint is important. Mm-hmm. So. I always tell people, um, number one, make sure that from at least head to waist that you're put together. So grooming is is another part of style. So make sure you're properly groomed for the type of meeting that you're going to attend virtually. And then makeup. A lot of people um, now are into makeup because they're on the screen and, you know, you, and sometimes on 3D and 4D. So you have to make sure (laughs) that at least you're put together for that. So um, depending on the meeting, I would say a nice lip, some blush, mascara, um, making sure your eyebrows are defined, um, not done, but defined. Those are some of the things that I would watch for um, in terms of facial, um, your facial fingerprint that's permanent. And then um, I'm going to highly emphasize color with virtual meetings. There are so many virtual meetings that I've been on and a person disappears into the background. 
So making sure that you either have complementary or contrast colors that make you pop. You um, People always want to be... I'm not necessarily seen, but noticeable. So you want to be noticeable. So making sure that you know what your colors are and maybe choosing to wear some of those colors um, on the screen because it's permanent now. (laughs) That's great. I know when you're doing media, they always tell you if you're going to be on TV, wear jewel tones, right? And when I think of that, that jewel tones kind of make things pop even in the virtual world as well. Absolutely. You also want to try your best to stay away from print um, because it can be distracting. So depending on, you know, what you're doing, um, if you're more and if you're in a conservative environment on on virtual with your virtual fingerprint, you want to make sure that you probably, you know, wear solid colors. So how do you feel the world of fashion will change as a result of the pandemic moving forward? You know, I'm going to be optimistic about this. (laughs) I am going to dare to say (laughs) that we'll be more appreciative of presenting ourselves in a way um, in which we will be remembered. Hence, unforgettable you. So I would say that we are going to be more conscious and more appreciative of our style and presenting ourselves in spaces um, and making better impressions. Um, Because, you know, I think that we will realize the importance of uh, an image that speaks whether you speak or not. So I think we're going to be, excuse me, more appreciative and more conscious of you know, how we present to the world. I really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that that'll be, that'll be interesting. I can tell you that since the pandemic started, I've gotten into all kinds of creative things and I've even gotten into a makeup a little bit more. And I was always a big fan. I love makeup, but I've yeah. got more into what the kids do, what the young people do, the strategies yeah. that they have for application. And yes. looking at these <laughs> videos, my daughter coming in and she's like, Oh, I put on, um, I'm trying to use a lip pencil. And she's like, uh-uh, and I use eyeshadow for my lips. I'm like, what? Right? And so I'm, I'm getting more into the application of makeup because I like how it looks. I like how the young people have really made themselves stand out with how they apply their makeup. And it doesn't have to be extravagant or bold, but it's just right. like you said, defined and showing up right. more defined and standing out. Um, right. Getting more into colors, right? Because- yes. I can fall into the new neutral makeup and just have, and, and that's fine. But sometimes you do need that pop, that pop of color and trying to figure out how to apply that and be comfortable in that. Um, yes, absolutely. So important. So I, I agree with you. I do think that we're going to get into different things as a result of the pandemic, really get into colors and stuff. Sometimes you, you get up and you go places, you just think about, oh, this is what I want to wear today. Not about how that color is going to impact the room, the place that you're going, impact you uh, emotionally. Uh, and all of that has to come into account now. So I do think we're going to be more in tune maybe uh, with ourselves, right? It does. I, I would dare to say, I wouldn't dare to say, but I'm again going to be optimistic in saying that we will be more intentional 
about how we present and how we show up because you know we're we were taught as um as young people to dress for where you're going and not where you are mm-hmm. and that's so significant a lot of times you, i think that We've sort of lost that along the way, but being in a pandemic, like I said, will open things back up, open our perspectives back up to really dressing um, and having style and recognizing what our personal style is for projecting that for where we want to be. Mm -hmm. Um, so I dare to say, and being optimistic about this pandemic, that we're going to be way more intentional about our style and how we show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I received that. I think I I agree with that too. I think we're we're just going to change how we do things a little bit. And I know growing up, um, I was always taught that you dress for where you're going and not where you are. Hence why I would show up to these department meetings. Absolutely. And I remember my colleague saying to me, he's like, you look like an administrator. You look like an administrator until I became an administrator. Absolutely. Um, Because you look like you fit the mold. Absolutely. Everything we do should not be about should not be about where we are, but where we're going. Absolutely. Uh, I do hope people start getting back into that mindset. You're not dressing for the present. You're dressing for the future. You're not doing things for the present. You're doing things for the future. Um, so if my if my listeners want to keep up with you and your projects and how do how should they go about doing that? So I would say my biggest um, following is on Instagram. Um, so I am uh, on Instagram as un the number four g e t t a b l e y o u, which is unforgettable you. Um, I do have a website for those who are interested in scheduling the mandatory (laughs) (laughs) consultation. Um, My website is www.unforgettableullc. We also do have a Facebook page, Unforgettable ULLC. So basically all social media um, outlets and then my website. Well, thank you for joining me on Making Thank you. Thank you to our listeners for listening. Um, Denitra, thank you for just sharing your brilliance with us. Thank I'm you. sure my listeners have learned a lot about style and where it's going. I didn't even know there was a thing called athleisure looks. Um, yes. And, uh, <laughs> and when I think about that, it's so funny because, yeah, I have leggings on the bottom. But typically mm-hmm. my school and stuff is, but I never think of wearing that outside the home. So that is interesting on how to dress that up and, and make that an outfit for the day. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank uh, you. My listeners, please follow us on Instagram, Making It Plan with Dr. Key. Our website is thedrkey.com. Thank you for listening to Making It Plain with your host, Dr. Key. This podcast has been brought to you by our sponsor, Sparkman Key Consulting, LLC. Check us out at www.thedrkey.com.